Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, I guess we are live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Beast Nation Radio Presents on the Street. This is our Improv 2 show. Which means this show comes when it wants to come, and tonight was the night. I am KK Valley. Alongside of me, I have Monster. Tonight, we are going to have an hour of epic feasting. We're going to graffiti the mic however you feel, whether it's in blood, tears, with your fist, a hand grenade, bullets, a blade. Let it out. Yell, custom shout. This is a no judgment zone. It is raw. Uncut, unfiltered state with your chest and the collars under it. So, how you doing, monster? I'm a hyper than hype. I'm ready to flick it, to flick in my wrist. Well, you know that's that's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Well, you know, a little birdie told me that um, you know, over there at DSR, you know. Lady Piranha and Leaf King were tearing up the mic over there. And there was a piece that um, Lady Piranha did on Mike Brown. And it's a very, quite very interesting piece. And, you know, she told me about it. I said, well, I think K.K. Belly and Monster could do a unique blend collab on that piece where they speak together at the same time and do a duet piece. I think we could rock that. What you think? Oh, I'm down. I'm, well, I think I'm, you may I'm, try to debut that sometime tonight. You know, I'm the audience a little taste of what we do best. Mm. <laughs> I see what you I see what you concocted. Yeah, I concoct a lot of things, a lot of things. But so, I got a question for you. Oh, ask away. Tell me, what do you have to graffiti on the mic tonight? Well, I have an interesting piece. That was it's 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 so unique that one of my old old poetry pens that I used in about maybe twelve years is going to resurface itself. To make his presence felt. Well, that is what I'm talking about. I want you to go ahead and crack open the can can of paint tonight for us. Graffiti the mic. Got you. See, this is a special edition of why I no longer consider you my friend, compadre, homeboy, or a person that I know that I would ride a die for. You broke those Ten Commandments and Covenants when you was on that other shit, so now me and you are beefing. You heard me. Not the barbarian type of beef, but we're beefing to the point that you no longer exist. Matter of fact, when I see you and you be talking shit, it's like I'm seeing a ghost. 
But I'm not talking about Patrick Swayze. You was my boy, but now you're my enemy, and you always want to talk sideways and crazy right when you're not around me. But when you're around me, it's all smiles and hallmark cards. But when you're not around me, you always be playing that back row, background, saying that you hard. And I'll be like, oh, my Lord, why? Why? Why did my name be constantly imprinted into your throat like I was tattooed inside your soul? And I'm like, I done seen your slippery slide slip ways that your tongue want to roll, and yeah, I said seductive, because you seductively try to plot to get people to come against me, and simply you trying to pull me like a soda pop Kapinski, I'm like, <gasps> I'm feeling like E. Honda right now, I'm feeling like this is Mike Tyson's punch, and you done try to put me out to lunch, and I'm Quasimodo, and all you do is make fun of my hump, because see, we was friends, but we was friends until our friendship was a hindrance against you getting elevated. And once you got elevated, you no longer hesitated in saying how you really feel about me. We was in a rap group. Didn't you understand that in 2003? I mean, four. And you was in the foreground saying we was boys, but in the background plotting on my spontaneous combustion. You was laughing when I started going through my disruptions because you knew. You knew. You knew when it come down to rapping that I was superior to you. But I never wanted to be superior or even inferior to you, so I dumbed myself down so I could be rocking with you. But you, so-called best friend, so-called friend to the end, making sure that my money was long, but then when my long money was no longer then, you left. You was, matter of fact, trying to choke me in my sleep, very trying to take my very last breath, and then you wonder why it's crooked, cross-eyed looks when I see you step. I know it's been a while now. It's been almost... Let me multiply it. Almost eight to nine to ten years since me and you ever even had a conversation again. Because you show me when I open myself up how many people take your kindness for weakness and they show you that you're truly not friends. So I, I thank you. I thank you for showing me when people say they're your homeboys and stay in that zone, boy, they be the ones that be first to stab you in the back like the William Brothers used to sing those tracks. See, you was one of those opportunist, opportunistic niggas. When I was flowing and everybody was on your Johnson, you was trying to give me a death wish from the sideline like Charles Bronson. But when my money started to disappear, that meant that your money started to disappear. Because when you opened and extended your hand, I gave you money. I gave you friendship. I gave you family. I even gave you my own house to even sleep with, you understand? But you wanted everything that I had and everything that I got. Even one of my women from the bottom to the top, see, you was plotting on fucking her. Putting her in a session of a game bang, and you was trying to do that thing. Then wonder why my ways that I look at you change like a move rain because it wasn't only you. It was you and another member of my family I thought was my crew that was trying to fuck my girl in front of me. I mean, law, you was trying to fuck my girl in front of me and then behind my back sideways make fun of me. And I was like, why was you even calling me doing that shit that you do? Remember that hotel situation? Because my girl was cool with your girl, and your girl was a supernatural, uh, epidextrous type freak. You wanted her to come to the hotel room without me, and then you had this shit that was going to be oh so unique. You had four niggas, two bitches, and you wanted to make my girl three. And you was all going to fuck her and then talk that dumb shit to me. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen because everything else would have happened in that occasion and reason. I would have known that she fucked you in that season, and I would have killed you, 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 and you. And I would have been locked up in the penitentiary cell jail for the bullshit that you do. So when I look at friendship and kinship, I have to look at it sideways. Because so many friends that I had back in the day looked at me sideways. And now, now, I'm a monster. You know that, though. I'm a monster with a monstrous type flow, with an intellectually stimulating way that I can speak. Now I see through your eyes, and your eye deception is now deep. See, I know 
that you was trying to catch me slipping when I was asleep. That's why I don't fuck around with no longer none of you creeps. So you taught me that friend is an action word because anybody can say it to your friend. But them the ones that make sure that you never breathe again. You showed me not to trust nobody. So I dedicate this to you with a good night and fuck you, my ex homeboy dude. And eat. Damn, 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 damn. I have to say, that right there was an epic. Woo, that was an epic bite right there. I felt that. Yeah, you know. Going through situations, you know, experience is a mother sucker because experience can even show you so many different things. Like, this was my, when I say this is my homeboy, this is my homeboy from school. Like, from high school. Like, the man used to spend the night over my house. When I had a crib, he spent the night over my crib, but he was plotting with the rap group I was in. That's why I'm, I don't be in rap groups unless I create the rap group. I didn't create the rap group. The rap group was formed. Unless I created, I don't want to be a part of it because of the fact that both of my so-called homeboys wanted to fuck my girl, had a plot on fucking my girl, and was going to laugh at me because they fucked my girl behind my back. And I was better than both of them in rap. I could tell them to their face now. They knew I was so much of a threat. We had a damn contract to be on a record label on some Def Jam shit. But because the record label only wanted to sign me, they talked to the producer that was producing us not to tell me. So they fucked up my rap career because they thought that I was going to leave them high and dry. And this was before I even knew they were doing this whole ass shit. They didn't have enough confidence in the fact that I could have raised all of them up. I was that much of a threat that they'd rather let nobody shine than let me shine and bring them up. I said, that's so bullshit, see. Rap groups like that, if I don't create it, I don't want it. They, they put a bad taste in my mouth. Whoa, 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 that's quite something. Well, you know, Mark, we got a special studio audience member request uh, for you. Are you ready for the challenge? I'm always ready for a channel with a special audience. All right, well, this special audience member, they want to hear a deep piece from you. A deep? They want a, yes, they want a tear-jerker piece. Hmm. Okay. And subject matter, mm-hmm. i got to get this deliberating information, you know, got to relay a third party. Subject matter. They want a tear-jerker piece. The subject matter. In the mind. In the mind of a young woman on the street. A mind of a young woman on the street? Mm-hmm. Got you. So I'm going to uh, let Symphony do that. You, you ain't never heard of Symphony. Definitely? Yes, that's that's his name. Oh, interesting. See, when people see me, they look just at my eyes, my lips, my body's misdirections of perfection, but they don't see what's deeply inside me. They don't see that I was not loved the way that I should have been loved and treated as being holy, see. 
As a young woman that's left out up in these streets, even my father looked at me like a piece of meat. Even my brothers looked at me like a piece of meat. Even my uncle looked at me like a San Francisco treat. So my my aptitude for looking at men is kind of different. I was living in this world full of indifference, and it was also oh senseless because they played tag along with me when I tried to stay asleep. They were saying, be quiet, this is just all a dream. And after, like, I was counting sheep, see, I was brought to sex at an early age that turned my life into an obituary stage. They jumped me to a level, to a depressive-type stage, and I was filled with nothing but anger, depression, and rage, see. I was molested. Molested by people in my own home that I thought in my dreams, in my nightmares, in my night terrors, I was saying, please leave me alone but they never left me alone. So it started to become more of less of not a night terror, but more of a relationship that was doomed to sink from the beginning. Because I knew deeply within my heart when my legs were spread open with my not approval that I was sinning and I thought that I was going to hell. And when I tried to speak out, they were whispering angry words and threatening notations, you better not fucking tell. So I didn't know what to do. So running away was the thing that I started to learn from people that was around in my circle because my circle was founded by nerdy people that was wilding out like Urkel. See, I wanted to leave the situation. I said, well, since my youth was taken away from me, I need to be grown right now. I need to see what I need to do to get what I need to get right now. Since most men only call me bitch and only want to be my lips for sucking their dick, I might as well be a hoe right now. Get my money and my dough and stack it up right now. See, I was begging for somebody to love me. I wanted somebody to just only think of me, and I wanted to trust them like they said they trust me. See, my avenue of trust and love with men was kind of different. I didn't trust them. I didn't love them. I thought they love for sex, so I guess when they said they fucked me that they loved me, so I guess, oh, that's what's next. So I didn't even know what love really was unless my legs was open and my mouth was closed. I got used to being called that girl that was thick and candy-coated in the hole. I was getting used to dicks getting slid up in me slow. See, I was getting used to getting treated and mistreated and beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. I was getting used to getting beat and all of this aggression. And I thought that I was learning so many different valuable lessons, but I was second-guessing myself. I said that my pussy was not worth nothing, so I guess my pussy would be the thing that I would cause to bring forth wealth. I let the streets raise me. I let young men, old men, bold men, cold men transform me. They transformed me into a ravenous woman that was lustful. Didn't know that love was even was even possible anymore. See, when a guy said that I was cute, I never was called beautiful. So when he said it was beautiful, it was really kind of unusual. I instantly fell in lust. I really thought it was love. So every time that he was kissing me low, so too many men never licked me down slow. So when he did it, I was like, oh, this is going to be my husband. He's going to love me for me. But I felt that I was an indentured servant as long as I was locked in with thee. Because once I got in his presence, once I had his essence all over my skin and all over my shirt, that's when the reality flipped and changed. And then this when he started putting it in work. Then I became his property. No longer was I his girlfriend. I was just caught up in this whirlwind. He said, I need you to fuck her. Fuck him. Him, her, and him. And it snapped into my backbone just like it was a Slim Jim. I prayed for death many a times. And I thought that I could write it out with many a lines. And then I said, maybe, maybe. 
If I had a baby, then no one could unconditionally love me for me. I thought that was the way, the exit strategy for me. But I got pregnant. Not by him, but by somebody that paid for me. And he knew it wasn't by him because he couldn't shoot. He was shooting blanks. So it was like he was trying to unload all of his massive wide with his tank, but it was just shooting in thin air. Then when I found out that it wasn't his, mine or his, I really was in despair, but then I didn't care because the baby started to grow. It was so many different things that I had to know. I said, I didn't have enough money to knock that dough, so I had to wonder to myself, could I still use my pussy as my past? To get through this world as this world showing that I can't outlast. And then my body got mangled up, smashed up like a car crash. And men was just creeping up on me. And nightmares, dreams, and visions was like a rat. See, every man looked at me like I was nothing. Huffing and puffing wanted to stuff me up like stove-top stuffing. They thought my lips was only good for ball cuffing. See, they called me a street lady and it was shady. They wanted to tattoo a name up on my back because everybody fucked me like Mary Magdalene. I didn't even know how to act. And the only smile that Kyler said, well, now I'm nice and cute and my ass is nice and fat. And they said that I like that pussy in the way that I smack it like that. See, I was confused. I was looking at love in all the wrong places. And every time I went to sleep, all I saw was the wrong faces. But then women loved me. So I started to get attracted to what was me because they didn't judge me for me. They loved me for me. At least I thought that's what was love. That's what I finally see. But it was still sex to me because... When they loved me, then I got with the wrong one that became a stud. She was showing me the real version of how to really a man would be a thug because I was saying that I got male friends. She said, you ain't got no male friends. Fuck that shit. What's up? And all of my female friends that I had, she wanted to cross-examine them. I mean, she really wanted to fuck. So these streets raised me to be crazy, and I was like, this is what happened when Brenda had her baby. See, I didn't even know I wanted to slain drugs. I wanted to even be a man. I started to change my clothes, started to get disrespectful and call all my friends hoes. See, I wanted to be like them, so I never, never feel like I was broken again. See, being a girl in the streets that never really knew what love was is not a good place to be. And I ask for God constantly, why did you even create me? Why wouldn't you just let me rest in peace? And then when I got molested that last time, which really was rape, and it tore my insides apart piece by piece, I thought death would be a silent relief. I thought it would be a relief. But I'm still here. So make this one thing clear. Even though I went through hell and back, I still went from hell and now I'm back. I had to learn through this darkness that me being heartless was not really a part of me. But no longer do I trust nobody that's not me. On the male or female side, I look both of them shady. I look both of them crazy. I know both of them want me to be their lady, but see, now I was under my own cognition. Now I was under my own permission. I'm not giving my love that ease to nobody no more. And if I'm going to be treated like a slut, I'm going to get paid and be a good whore. But I ain't fucking with none of y'all no more. I'm loving me first. And I'll see if I got anything left for you. And eat. Hell yes. Hell yes. That is how you do it. Whew! Yes. 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 That. Thought it in my soul. That's what I'm talking about.
Thank you, Goddess. I just eat. I hope, I hope that I hope I hope that that did the, that did the audience justice. Yes, sir, very much so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Master, I'm gonna give you the epic chance to tour around KK Belly's world. And as you know, KK Belly, she she is quite something else. I'm quite something else, you know. I am me and she is I and you know, we are quite quite the quite the unique piece of work. So give me a subject matter or a word or an emotion that you want me to go for and I'm gonna do a piece. Hmm. The subject matter is released. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's the releasing of negativity, release, releasing of anything that's hindering you. Okay. Okay. This piece is titled "Stay Out." I want to take the key and lock the door. Swallow it so it's only within my being and no one else can come in. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired and being sick and shit is getting to me. Body going weak, hands trembling. I can barely even hold an ink pen to write these good words. So instead, I decide to stay fucking and just with my tongue, slipping down the pages of these here lines. And I. I'm supposed to remain strong. Small wires, my teeth crystal white, and my eyes blurry from crying so much. And my mascara has run down my crispin, crispin cream cheeks and feet. I no longer can see. Eyes so lost and, and glossy that I don't even know what I look like anymore in the mirror. This pain I feel so deep inside my body is way past mental and physical and it's blood curdling, blood running thin and shit and I'm cold and shaking, shaking and there's no one to hold me. Yet I still have to wake up every day and smile. Smile while I lift my dimples and dip my cheeks and <laughs> laugh in all these fake faces and other places and shake hands and kiss babies and Tell everybody, yes, I'm having such a wonderful day. How are you, Miss Johnson? And, oh, Mr. Mr. Walker, you sure look good today. And, yes, sir, I understand that the hypocritical other issue and bullshit that they want me to speak about that's clouding my judgment because I really can't even fathom what the hell they're talking about. Sign my name across the bottom line. I mean, the other day I was so embarrassed I had to grab a pen to sign this contract, and my hand shook so bad that I covered half the page trying to write the letter A. And he looked at me as if he had empathy, and his eyes looked empty as he said to me, Are you okay? And I smiled and told him, Yeah, I'm just a little nervous. I had to grab my right hand with my left hand just fucking ink the page, and they want me to smile. 
small, wide, and plain like everything is all right. They want me to just continue to write. They want me to show showcase what I'm really dealing with. They want me to put my emotions on this fucking page like it's going to save me. But I'm angry. I replaced my pen with the blade the other day and tried to spread it across my wrist, but my hand shook too much. So I found a man, a so-called man that said that he offered to help me commit suicide and told him about sticking a potato inside the, the pipe of my car and letting myself suffocate slowly and he told me that I helped him. And I look at him crazy, and I go angry, saying, what the fuck is going on with you? And he said, if you're dumb enough to try it in hell, bitch, I want to watch you. And I sat there, silent, quiet, realizing that there's so much left from life I have to do, but it seems so hard. I mean, so hard is so hard to imagine what tomorrow may come what it may look like. When will my hands stop shaking? And when will I be able just to live my life? And when will I have to stop going to all these hospital visits and shit? And when will I stop having to sit and get poked and fucked with? And when will I stop trading my pen for a blade? And when will I be able just to say that I'm sorry? I'm sorry that I didn't shout enough for help. I'm sorry that I allowed myself to get beaten and worn to the point that I lost my children. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my kids. It was my fault. I allowed myself to dance with the fucking beast. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the man who wanted to love me that I wouldn't let you love me. And I was afraid, so I shut the door and swallowed the fucking key. I want to say I'm sorry. Sorry to my dad for holding on to so much hate towards you. I want to say I'm sorry to my mother for hindering you and helping you with all the time you should have helped me. And I want to say I'm sorry to my brothers for blaming you for all my heartache and pain because you have demons too. I want to say I'm sorry. Sorry to my pain and ink that I put all my pain and suffering on you. I'm sorry to those listening to detailed words, listening to these tearful cries, and I just want to wipe these last tears from my eyes because I'm not going to cry anymore. Instead, I'm really going to smile, smile wide, let my teeth twinkle like the stars in the sky, and let my gray eyes shine wide like that silver Cadillac that I like, and I'm going to let my hips twist and spin, and I'm going to walk like I got a back. Because I no longer want to shed these tears that they can fall. I no longer want to trade my pain for a blade. And I'm tired of this wordplay and this vein. I don't feel like I have to show anybody what my words are worth because they're worth more than anybody could tell me. There's not a thing they could tell me about my poetry to see these. Saved my life many a night. As a matter of fact, the other day, he saved me from the blade. And yeah, I know it was a mistake to even mention suicide. I'm sorry for even letting the word slip from my tongue, but I'm hurting. Hurting to the point I feel like I have nothing left. 
nothing to live for, everything to die for, because life seems hard and death seems easy, and I'm realizing that, no, life is easy and death is hard because there are those that are emotionally and physically gone. So I'm just going to wait. Wait out this here battle that I'm going for. I know that tomorrow change is going to come, and it's always right on the other side of the night. So I'm attempting to him again and try to restrict my words. And even if I try to write the letter A and it flies all the way up to the top of the fucking page, I'm going to smile and say, at least I had a chance to try. And at least I still have this here moment to utter the words in my tongue that I'm sorry. And I'm not sorry for feeling the way that I did. And if anyone is listening, I pray that you take the time to write out your words and understand that sometimes the simple thing of picking up a pen is hard. I just want to say that I'm sorry. And please. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, KK. KK Velas. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. That was, and that was a freestyle. That was, oof, that was truly a release. I freaking love you. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, that's, mm-mm-mm. that was so powerful that we got a South California caller in, and I'm going to open up his mic. South California? Hello. What's up, what's up? It's been a minute. It's Lyrical Soldier in the building. What up, Lyrical Soldier? How you doing? I'm doing great. What's going on, little bro? Son Prince, how you feel about that piece? Um, I can tell that was an emotional piece. And it'd it be like that sometimes because I can see that um, Tiz doing... A piece, and it was a dope piece. Thank you, thank you. Congrats on everything you and, uh, I don't want to put y'all out there like that, but, yeah, congrats on everything. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Miracle, thank you. So I have a question for you, sir. What's your question? Where have you been hiding around? I mean, I'm just seeing the sun rays bouncing off my skin and rose petals and stuff. But where you been? I ain't seen you lately. Oh, man, you just had a, um, a poem in my head, Rose Petals, as she walks. <laughs> but uh, oh. I just been, um, I just been chilling, doing my thing. Um, okay, okay. I had a, uh, what's it called? A writer's block for a good many until today. You know. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah, I wrote like four pieces, some dope pieces too. Oh, uh, now that's what's up. Well, you got a piece of graffiti on the mic tonight? Yeah. All right, now go ahead and graffiti this mic. Okay. 
freedom bars. Behind bars that are not physically there. Intuition through thoughts, stay there. Trapped in the vision of positive thinking or negative thinking. I'm on the brink to push through. These bars to open up, let me free. Fly out of this mind, Alvary, Calvary shells. I just want to live free. Like ancestors, be strong and live on a daily basis of making ends meet. Lands on the lands on with the high beams. I focus on the prize wide sight. I see you clearly, raw love. I hear you through every ray that cleanses my melanated skin with the touch of supernova energy. Of atomic rays, we charge the joy of 13 love. Above, so below. Ascend up on the Libra scale. My heart is a balanced beam. My mind is a dream to find qu- quietness. Reach God through quietness. This bliss of writing. This scribe down with the tribe of scholars speaking to me. God replying to my prayer through ancestors' words. They said, take these words of divine to the shaman right away, shaman poet right away. Take them, tell them you're going to be fine. Keep living through poetry's destiny. God knows what's best for me. Just live in his reality. Everything will follow. Everything will flow like water of God's flow. Watch the ripples in the water swaying to the Love beat of the ocean, rhythm aligned, rhythm aligned with love, with loving life as days goes by in peace. That's how you do it, Lyrical Soldier. I like that piece right there. Oh, shoot. That's that wolf hour. And that oh. Kingdom Inc. Respect the crown. You already know. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely respect the crown. Respect the crown. That's what I'm talking about, American soldier. Oh, guess what, lyrical soldier? Yeah. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a California beast invasion coming soon. Oh lord. (laughs) (laughs) Oh lord. (laughs) Lyrical, you saw my. Now, when's that going to be? We setting it up as we speak. Okay. Then I know where you at. Okay. What we're trying to do is get get with you. All right. Get with Joski the Poet. Okay. Go to Vallejo's. Vallejo's on that San Francisco. Yeah, that's near San Francisco. All right. And surprise freely. And get on her stage at her poetry spot without her knowing and destroy the mics. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if I was too loud for y'all, but I'm sorry. I, I was so angry right now. <laughs> I'm working on it That's right now. <laughs> well, you and know. <laughs> Go ahead. And hopefully, <laughs> I'm going to tell you because this is a secret. Don't tell nobody yet. You know, that woman they call Piranha, right? Yeah. She's going to be with me when we go, right? She's on the, 
she's on the mic, so she hears you. Oh God! She went on lunch break. Okay. And then I'm trying to get, depending on her schedule, I'm trying to get Iris Iris to come with me. Iris is dope. I haven't heard her in a while. Yeah. You know what's so, crazy is that during during one of my pieces, I remember praying about just like taking me to a next step, and I just remember like I just remember how. It was a while ago, and I just kept marching through my dream, just kept doing what I do, and that's just do what I got to do. And that's why I put Poetry's Destiny, and I knew that was a powerful um, line right there. So I was like, I'm just going to keep doing that. I'm just going to keep moving and doing that. Keep my oh, yeah. I, I live in my eyes kingdom, you know what I mean? That's that's uh-huh. one of my pieces right there too. Welcome to the dream the ah, lyrical soldier in the building. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he did his own promo. Cali <laughs> Love. <laughs> you know. Oh, uh the mic is yours, goddess. I apologize, I just got too hyped. <laughs> I mean you can come back now from your you know, from your dinner that you haven't. Oh, she's not back. Mm-hmm. Oh, you back. Rana. Rana. You, you know, she a piranha, so she's savaging over there. You know what? I'm going to get back to her in a second because baby 691 is oh, in the building. Yeah. What's going on, Miss Baby? I'm over here eating up all this eat up. Oh, it sounds like it's delicious. It is. <laughs> that feature in your show was amazing tonight. It really was. It was an awesome show, and it was so good to have you come through. Piranha come through, Serena come through, man. That was that was just love all across the board. I dig what you did. Everybody is just like, oh, I love words. I got to be stupid nerdy tonight and show my outside. <laughs> that was a nice outfit. I was like, oh shoot, she worked it out. Oh, uh-huh. I got to show my insides on the outside. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Now. I know the Lady Piranha swimming around in the building. Queen Piranha. But while she's swimming around in the building ready to decapitate everything, what you got tonight? Because, you know, this is midnight. This is where, you know, this is where it gets, this is when it gets real. Mm-hmm. I just wrote this piece just now, just listening to uh, and all the playback in my head. And this piece says this, called Make Love to Me. To make love is a spiritual thing. So make 
Love to me through this vessel that's flesh, but touch my soul. From my soul, touch my ether. And from my ether, no, wait. It's the flesh that I want you to touch and hold. Then my soul. Then from my soul, my ether, touch, no feel, and release my spirit. Bend my spirit until it's in visible essences, separate into a divine, a divine primordial, a moment that sends this essence, this me, this love, this feel to the source. And at my altar, the sanctuary of my mind, I call his name. Oh, my God. He is making love. He is making sacred love to me. This be that when Adam first met Eve. Oh, oh, how he had to feel relieved when she said, you... You can make love to me. Her her virginal self given to his virginal self, that perfect make love to you so good he he couldn't let her leave. But on God turned his back. Do you think we can make love like that? Or was that too perfect? of an event that it was so perfect it was imperfection from cheek to tongue come to me not with any other motives in mind just um, juxtapose yourself align and find our minds and make spiritual sacred love to me. Let me freely explore the building that's your body. Leaving what's in my mind to do to you open. And what I feel and what I would do leave it all up to me to give to you. Let me make sacred, spiritual love to you. Let me be a chosen wife in an arranged marriage and be yours forever. Yours and yours only. And you can never know the meaning of the word lonely. And I would know no other name of anyone else. Just you frame out the ABC frame of my building block. 
you are to be my very first lover in a love like this. It just has to last because it is a spiritual act given by the divine God himself to show love, to show passion, and to recreate one's DNA. I lay in state in sexy, beautiful, look at me, love me, fashion. When I say, can this be a rainy day, play day, and you arrange different things for us to do and find? Because love making is on my mind, so I ask you, can we play today? And can you make sacred love to me so that I can always stay this way? I eat MSAP. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, Piranha, what do you think about that? Oh, my goodness. You made my sweat sweat and my digestive <laughs> Redigest. <laughs> we got to find out Piranha. She over there somewhere. We got to find her. Oh, I'm right here. I see. <laughs> I heard you. Oh, my goodness. You <laughs> did. Phew. You was a bad woman. <laughs> I mean, like, the way, the way that you delivered your piece. Just off top, because of certain words, you have a serenity when you speak certain words, especially when it's a passionate piece, that the words keep going into your brain symphonically, and it goes through your neural canals, and then you was touching people ethers, so you know exactly how to massage the penile gland. You did your thing. I applaud you. I salute you, and I'm honored to have you in a part, a, a part of a nation that's that's a little different from all other nations. Thank you, King. I love my family. These nations for life. Now, Piranha, 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 KK Valley, KK Valley, KK Valley. Oh, um, what do you want to do right now? Because I, we want Miss Baby six nine one to sit back and relax because this next caller is about to break it down. But before I say their name, I'm giving the mic to you because you know I'm your co-host. <laughs> you know what, Mister Monster, go ahead and unmute East Virginia. You can leave Miss Baby unmuted if you want to. Go ahead and unmute East Virginia for me. Got you. It's done. Hello, hello. Welcome to Honestly, I'm KK. Who are having me tonight? Hey, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, S-Y-A. You know, I got to get my autograph from you, right? Yeah, I told you. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> How you doing tonight? I'm good. Flying high. I had an awesome feature with the lovely lady that just spit that beautiful piece. And, uh, you know, I'm with my, my my family, you know what I mean, my extended family as well. So I'm good, man. 
Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, I know I was there for your feature, and you were doing some epic, lyrical, tongue-twisted masterpiece. You were really in. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, I, I had to, I had to show up a little, show out a little bit more. The beef king touched the mic. You know, I had to speak <laughs> a little bit louder because he like tore up the stage. So I had to make sure people could hear me from like a thousand <laughs> feet back. Just saying. Right. But um. <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and follow. I usually don't do this, but I'm gonna go ahead and follow the vibe of uh, Miss Baby and throwing the Mr. Lover Lover piece right quick. Oh yeah, go ahead, Mr. Lover Lover. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So this one right here is called Fan Club. Anybody not familiar with this voice? That's why AKA Side bring a breath of fresh air to public minds. Fan club. See, I know you love the way we do what we do. See, thoughts of me is enough to get your silhouette wet. In love with this D, so wet, you can't wait to get out of your clothes like you got caught in the rain. You welcome me in like it's cold out there. Won't you slide in here and warm up for a little bit? As we slide to new heights, see, you get a rush like the Malha Club mixed with a scare, mixed with a fear of heights. It's like makeup and mad sex put together. And if someone's watching, we carry on. We don't trip. We just make them a part of this vacation. Give them pictures to reminisce on. We're on that anytime, place, because we're in the mood when we get nasty. Miss Jackson. I won't say I'm sorry for the urge that we feel. Fantasies based on the theories of us, of what they've seen and what they hear. See, neighbors stay up just to hear us. When their dates stand them up, when their internet won't come up, or when they're fiending for touch, they watch and listen to us. No need to perform like porn stars because to them, that's what we are. As we entertain the inner ecstasies and fantasies, positions switch to the right angle so you feel everything, new ones and ones unknown. And the ones that are known, see, sounds and sights got them like, damn. I never knew about that one. I never sound like that before. Wishing they were us. Neighbors try to separate their fantasies from the fact in our presence. They swear they're the biggest fan of a, of the fan club's residency. They would be quick to volunteer if they knew we were taking new bodies and new experiences for a change. Trying to switch up the game, see. I ain't John Jacob, but they'd be like, Mr. Lover Lover, wish his name was my name too, because the skills that he got and the things that he do, I would probably have a neighborhood fan club too. That's why Mr. Lover Lover released the mic stand. Oh, Mr. Lover, Lover, you something else, you know that? Oh, thank you. You a bad, okay. bad man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, I'll be the background. I'll be the background person. The color is fantastic. <laughs> Throw the bombastic, Mr. Lover. Mmm. I'll be shaggy. I'm a glad man. See, you did that. You did that. You killed that for real. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Definitely, definitely. You know, S Y A. 
I'm going to just stick around with me because you know I got to hear another piece from you. All right. Well, do my best, darling. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I believe we got a Cynthia Georgia on the line. Hello, hello. You are on the street, and I am KK Lee. Who do I have with me tonight? Central Georgia. Oh, what's going on, Transmission? What is going on, Taz? What's up, Poets? Hello, hello. Who do I have with me? How y'all been doing, man? Wonderful. Who do we have with us tonight? This is your boy, Sandman the Poet, a.k.a. Sandman (laughs) Sandman. It's the truth. Long time, long time. How you been doing? I know, I know. Life's been crazy and hectic, man. Sitting here chilling with one of my partners, third man. Little hot rapper here in Macon. Just uh, sitting here cool with it, man. That's what I'm talking about. It's good to hear from you, man. I know you got something to graffiti on this mic because you have not spit something in a minute. So I know you got something to graffiti on the mic. Yeah, you know, I, I, I keep a I keep a line or two. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, yes, it's game time, ball game. Come on, let's go. All right, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it real info and real fast. Thoughts become words. Words become actions, actions done over and over become habits, habits that you can't control is what makes you an addict, so I'm addicted to running out of words. I said I'm running out of words, and my words are running short. See, my words are getting harder to categorize and harder to sort. So the beginning to depart, and the beginning to depart, my words are trying to pieces and starting to fall apart. See, my words are disappearing, the beginning to fade away. The looking for my thoughts and refusing to stay, sitting on delay, yeah, on pause instead of play. My words are running out and refusing to obey. See, my words are nifty and becoming hollow, and everywhere I go, my words are to follow, which is hard to swallow yesterday, today, and probably even tomorrow. Man, I'm running out of words. Did y'all hear what I said? Say I must have released because of rapper writing from my head, but instead I must have revised my words are being repeated. My lines that are being deleted have me feeling defeated. I said I must have revised my words are being repeated, repeated, repeated. My lines that are being deleted have me feeling defeated. See, I'm sorry. My bad, y'all. I'm having a dysfunction in my conjunctions and infection of my connections. My words complexion is misinfections as night times a day and day times a night. I'm running out of words to say and I'm running out of words to write. So despite a word being in my sight, despite a word being in my brain, the only thing that gains pain is pain that I gain. It drives me insane. So now it's in clear view without a doubt. The ties is all dried up and through in a drought. So as I begin to scream and I begin to shout, I'm running out of words. And now Sandman's words just ran out. And eat. Bong. Bong. The microphone has officially ran out of words. It's done. It's done. He did it again. He done fucked up another stage. You did that shit. What you feel about that, Piranha? Well, you know, that's the that's the Tasmanian double right there. I expect nothing but the best from him right there. That's how you do it, Taz. There, right there, right there, right. Well, if time permits, I would like to do your favorite piece. Ooh, okay. 
I'm make sure. I'm gonna see if I can get it right. So tell me afterwards <laughs> if I got it right. Oh yeah, you know it's my favorite piece, so I, I got it memorized. So go ahead, what you guys saw. I know this girl named Destiny, right? And with her, I think I got a date. She ain't even quite sure, but I think her last name might even be fake. I do know this, though. No one does this girl wait. The path of her is crooked. But once you walk it, it all seems straight. I know this girl named Destiny, y'all. With her, I think I got a date. See, Destiny took me through all my proper turns, heels, and stop side. Got a little nervous because it was time to go to her house and meet her pops. And this man, he was always moving. His name was Father Time. He introduced me to his other daughter, Divine. Their mom's mother nature said I can just call her Planet Earth. And that one day, Destiny would take me back when we visit her. Well, I didn't hurt. But she said the spiritual warfare I had to engage in first. And that involves the victorious defeat of my generational curse. But she said, hell, today, there's some things Destiny just ain't going to let me know. Therefore, she felt that divine go with me also. See, in order for me to be divinely destined, she said I had to take her other two daughters' faith and hope, and I'm thinking, this has to be a joke. Because here I am up in this hard, cold world with these four beautiful, warm girls. Not only do I have destiny, but now I have divine hope and faith. Man, which path do you think my mind going to take? The dog and me think I'm going to now switch up and rotate. See, that's when the man and me thought I was doing something so much better. I'm going to take them four girls, and I'm going to hold them together. Because on this date... I'm picking up the tab, and I'm going to gladly pay the price. I'm going to paint a masterpiece with these girls, and I'm going to call it my life. And see. Y'all felt them little goosebumps at the end. Y'all felt them little goosebumps hit the, hit the back of your shoulder at the end. <laughs> That's my piece right there, flawless. That is my favorite piece. That was epic. <laughs> That definitely oh. a beautiful task, man. It's wonderful to hear some. Oh my goodness, yeah, man! When you come through, you increase the adrenaline levels and the oxygen levels in the building. And I remember that piece too. I remember one of the first times I heard you say that piece. And when you yeah. said the piece the first time, I was like, man, this dude, this dude himself is a classic. He was a, he was a classic artist, and I respect your. Appreciate that, brother. Woo. I, you know, I, I've really been slipping, man, because, like, I, I mean, I have wrote a poem since my daughter was born, and that was back in 2012, and that was that nameless piece, and that was the last piece I had ever wrote. Uh, you know, I've wrote, like, a couple, you know, saying some littles here and there and maybe a collab or two uh, with some artists and stuff, but just like a... Like a like a one dope ass piece like I usually be writing and stuff I just haven't been doing it man you know and and, and in the back in my mind I wonder I'm like can I still do it you know like I haven't done it in so long to like riding a bike you know Cause, I mean when I was younger man I'm to my everyday getting out the school bus doing homework I'm doing poetry first then I do homework you know and yeah that was like it's like work and home and family and it's just like. You only think about poetry until somebody reminds you almost. <laughs> right at <laughs> least, you know. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes as poets, you got to have somebody remind us and tap us on our shoulders and be like, hey, you know you're a poet, right? <laughs> very, very true. Very true. Man, Taz, you know, I appreciate you stepping through. You know, and if you can, I'd love for you to stick around for a little bit of the show if you can. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw me on the comfy couch, man. I'm throw it on the speaker for a little while, man. Let me hear some. Let me hear some of y'all other that other talent, man. That I know that's out here in the Beast Nation. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Got you, got you. Well, you know, it's the monster. We got some crazy epic artists, you know, tonight here in the building. We got all types of all types of monsters and Tasmanian devils and and Miss Babies and we got all types of just lyrical beasts and shining gods and stuff. You know, it's just crazy in here tonight. Oh yeah, definitely. I knew it was coming. It it's an impromptu show, so that means everybody and their mama coming through the building. You don't know who's coming. And then I sent enough promo cards to create a million Negro march. So I knew there was going to be some surprises. I told you. And you and you say I don't get you nothing. I never said such a thing. That is blasphemy. We're going to talk about that after the show. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't beat me. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I got I got a KK Belly original that I'm gonna do. Oh shoot! Let me get my original. I'm about to do this for my for my big brother. I'm about to take my mother effing socks off. You gonna take your mother effing socks off? Yeah, in in honor of Epiphany, because I want to hear this this original. No, no, you can't take your socks off. I think you might want to leave them on to this right here. This shit right here. Oh, you gonna need your socks on for this, cause you might wanna run out, run out of the building. I don't want you, you know, cutting your feet on the glass or something. Oh shoot, let me put on my boots. All right, I'm ready. Got on my boots. <laughs> you know you still right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They was, never mind. Man, right, Bandcamp right. beginning. You tore up. I heard about you in Bandcamp. I heard you got kicked out. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, you're funny. You're funny. All right, all right. <clears throat> so this right here is the KK Smelly original. Letter of apology. Because of me, she can no longer sleep. Haunted by the nightmares of my fiery sight. She had barely tasted 18. She was a friend of a foe she didn't know she had. Tricked into taking the sip of her demise. The eye was to scar her, break her down, make her feel worthless. Her mind and body collide. There were several guys before me offering a hand to this troubled woman. But she obeyed as I wanted coming for me. One foot in front of the other. Heavy breathing, eyes flickering. Fear bounced around her glossy eyes. I forced her into a room. She laughed nervously. <laughs> Aware of her fate. But boy, she fought and screamed, and I covered her mouth, afraid her screams would discourage him. As I reached for the envelope that covered her letter, I kept telling myself it was her fault. She put it on herself. 
I enter the place of no return. She soon gives up the fight. Her body limp. Soul seemed to slip. I didn't stop until I went limp. I sat by her wishing she'd wake up. Bear kicked in my heart. If she dies, then it's over. If she dies, then it's over. But she awakes as if God whispered in her ear that her life was worth anything. She glances at me, unable to move, I leave her. So empty, but the thoughts of her having thoughts of me truthfully don't bother me. They truthfully don't bother me. And I watched her body bleed for a moment, dipping my finger and putting it across my bottom lips. I'm on some really twisted, vindictive type of shit. And I think I scare myself. Afraid of the man that I look in the mirror, knowing damn well that her best friend has a target on my back. I still shake his hand because he doesn't know that it's me. The one that raped and abused his best friend. The one that left his best friend so scarred that she doesn't even want him to hold her hand. I'm the one that impregnated her his best friend and that... I'm the one that oftentimes she dreams of and is afraid to tell anyone about. I'm the one that made this queen run around like a joker. I'm the one that made this queen run around like a joker. And I spoke to my priest, and he said that God had forgiven me for every blow, every forbidden, vindictive thing that she herself would be looked down upon for not forgiving me. So I thought I'd aid her by writing a so-called apology. And wow, mm. your your narration in the way that you deliver is profound. Thank you. And the and the mirror image of it is. It was like I was there, and I was like, that was so emotional and heartfelt. And I was like, wow, you blew my mind. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, I, with that poem, I always, like, imagine, like, what is the mind of a criminal? So, you know, you kind of have to, like, flip the role and indulge into that mind. And it's, it's a very, very, very interesting place to dip into. Oh, shoot. Oh, we got a... We got an OG, triple OG, quadruple OG that walked into the building with another one, oh. Dr. Love. What up, Joska? Hey! Oh, fingers up, damn it. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? Can y'all hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you fine. What's up, Joska? Oh, okay. What's going on, y'all? I'm good. I'm good. I'm you know, good. You know, hey, you know how to give you that special intro? <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, brother. I've been laying low in the cut, so I'm 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 trying to wiggle myself back out this little hole and make it happen. Today's my my daughter's 18th birthday, man. So oh, um, so when, congratulations! <laughs> shout out to Chalky the Fat Dog. Yeah. You know, you and, know, I'm hot. Been, it's been we've been doing some things, man. So it's um, her and her homegirls they rolling around in the town and doing their thing, just trying to be safe, you know. 
I understand. <clears throat> so how have you? What's been going on? I, I'm I'm good, brother. I'm you know I'm, I, I ain't gonna complain, man. You know God is good. He had His hands on me, so I'm 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 cool, man. You know I I take the good and the bad, you know, and just keep it pushing. You know I'm just like I said, I'm trying to get ready to put ink to pad and and get back to what I know. You know I've been down for a minute, but it's time to bounce back and make things happen. Oh, yes, I totally understand. To hear from you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love that piece you did, man. I, I was feeling it. I was with you when you, like you said, it's like he was just talking directly to you. Like, man, it just felt good, you know. Thank you. Like you could visualize it. You know, I always close my eyes when I hear people read pieces. And, and you know, that one is when you could see with your eyes closed and visualize step by step by step what was taking place. Yes, sir, definitely, definitely. Well, I know, Joski, that you got a piece of graffiti on the mic, because I have not heard from you in a long time. You know, you are one of my favorite poets. You know, I got to hear something from you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm going I'm to do a piece, man, that's really dear to my heart. You know, I, I you know, I just heard Someone uh, that I know just recently, yesterday, was part of a domestic violence uh, situation and, uh, you know, kind of just brought back a lot of old memories of people that I know who went through it, you know. So I'm, you know, just do this so I can get this off my chest and just let it go, you know. So let's, let's get it in. He's upset at the world, and he takes it out on his girl. Drunk of anger, she knows that she's in danger. So she tries to prepare herself before he walks through the door. He yells, where's my dinner? Fix me a plate. She said, the kids and I already ate. You said that you would be home around eight. He came down with a heavy hand, thinking that he would let her know that he is the man, striking her in the face. Kids see this disgrace. Her mind blacks out, and her subconscious begins to take over. It says, go on, damn it. Put the gun to my head. Pull the trigger so it sounds loud. Have me taste my blood in my mouth. Shake me out. Go on. Smash my heart into pieces. Make me feel dependent and weak. And when it ends, he says the famous words, baby. It would never, ever happen again. But then, she didn't close the pantry door. So he knocked her down to the kitchen floor. He might as well put the knife in her back. Lose control. It's always going to be your fault. So why don't you go ahead and choke me out? Go on. Sleep well. Go to bed. Make me feel good to hit a woman in the head. You kick me in my face. With those muddy boots, all because you wanted fresh orange juice? Not knowing about the cuts that's filled with blood. So go on and beat me again. Go ahead. Another time it started because he asked for a cold beer. The switch went off in his head like bright lights in front of a deer. All she wanted for him to do was to hold her, treasure her as his queen, 
not make another hospital visit. Maybe this time it could be a broken spleen. Domestic violence needs to stop before another woman dies, not just by fist, but next time it could be gunshot. Who's with me to take this in to eradicate violence against a woman? Next time you're upset with your lady, take a walk, breathe, and then come back and talk. We as people need to take a stand. So next time that you piss, why don't you step back and say, whoa, man, treasure that woman. Not make, us, not make them a statistic of domestic violence because it's domestic violence, it needs to stop before another woman is considered next in peace. That was a real serious, real powerful piece. And I so missed the way that you deliver your artistry. I so missed the way. Because there's only one Joski the poet. And that piece right there is one of your signature pieces to me. Because it's so real, you have to respect it. You have to understand. Because this is what goes on. Wow, you, you, you blew... You blew Beast King mine out. Because I, I haven't heard it so long, so it was like the very first time I ever heard. I'm trying to get get myself back going, man. I, I got to, you know, I've been, I've been laying low in the cuts, been trying to put some ink to pad again, and, and I haven't been on nobody's shows, really. i just been just really laying low. And then I said, I see I seen you hit me in the inbox, Beast King, and I said, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm coming out. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be there, you know. So, uh, I, you know, I said once I got settled here at the house, I, I said I'm in here. Ooh, and you, you made, you made sure your finger was up. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm trying Ooh. to get the finger back going, brother. For real, I'm just trying to really, you know, I gotta get going, and and uh, you know, it's what better way than do it. In the streets. You ain't lying. See, he said that with his chest. He's like, you know, on the streets. <laughs> then he was like, you know what? I got a ball head. I heard you. Yeah. I, heard the I heard a big Brody in you. <laughs> I'm about to give you my lunch money. I don't even have it yet. <laughs> That's right. Woo, what you feel about that, Piranha? Oh, you want me to do your other name? Okay, hold on. I got to change my voice up. <coughs> me, 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 me. KK Valley. Oh, she parking the Lincoln again. Parking the Lincoln again. She's parking the Lincoln. I just, you know, due to the fact that we got a black car now, from my, you oh. know, out, out of appreciation, you know, I bought her like I bought her twelve Lincolns. And then she put her, she put her signature on each one, so like like she parking the new one that got the interior, <laughs> the interior that's like crushed velvet. I bought her old school, but she wasn't she ain't know about that crushed velvet ah. stuff on it. There it is. So I right, see so you know what I'm talking about that crushed velvet. It feels yeah, like you in I heaven know. when you sit on yeah. when you sit on them chairs. Yeah, it's <laughs> 
But I'd like for you to stick around for as long as you uh long as you can because yeah. Yeah. I have a signature. Yeah. This will be I predict that this will be a signature piece for me. And when I, and when I deliver this piece, I'm I want to know from you and and Miss Baby cuz I left her mic open as well and my brother, Lock Hey, Miss Baby, what's going on? Hey, my love, I was just saying how good it was to hear you. I missed you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. You've been my singer for all uh, since the uh, 07? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a long minute, yeah. So it's cool. I'm, I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to get back in the swing of things. And make but that sure was a good point. That was a good swing. I enjoyed that piece. We need to hear more pieces like that. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, since I have all the all all these people that I care about extremely all on one line, I'm gonna need y'all to be my commentary. So I know y'all can help me out with this. Y'all ready? Yeah. You ready? I dedicate this piece to my children. Not just my spiritual children in Africa, but I mean my children that are now in heaven. My My daughter Genesis, I remember... The first time that I heard about your arrival, I was excited. I was so delighted, and I knew that it was a unification of things. I knew that as a man and as your spiritual father, I would make sure that you were treated like a queen. See, I was already making plans for you. I was making plans on high demand, on the different things that I was going to do. I was going to teach you about you, and I was going to only do things only a father could do. I was going to show you how you could be loved unconditional, how you would go on your first date. That would probably be with me. And I will show you that you can smile up on your face and know that you got protection when you look into the eyes of me. See, I had all these plans for you, Jen. And the plans that I had that kind of got deferred, but no, it really didn't get deferred because right now, this is what I know. I know it's deeply within the feeling up in my heart. I mean, it's my face that keeps me safe from the start. See, I know that right now you're with my mother. And my mother is wrapping her gossamer rings around you, so as long as I know that my mother loves you like I love you, the unconditional love transcends this body and now the spiritual. I miss you, Genesis. Multiple times that I miss you, Genesis. I was waiting on the moment that you would come forth so I could kiss you, Genesis, but I knew that this was just the beginning for you. Even though the Heavenly Father had other plans, but I knew that I would always love you so constantly. Every time that I spit with a gift and I flip, I flip these gifts for you. See, I want to make sure that even in heaven, that your daddy can be the one that you're proud of. You know. See, I claimed from heaven up above to be your father, even though the other one that was supposed to be your father wouldn't even bother. See, I claimed the rightful title because I loved you without even knowing you, without even physically touching you. I claimed you when you were even in your mother's womb. I said, this woman, child, blessing right here is my daughter. Matter of fact, I named you Genesis, because I knew that you would be the very beginning. 
And every time that I say yo face, I mean I say yo smile. Even when I dream, I start grinning. And I cried when you died. But I knew that it was the elevation of your soul. I knew that it was a different way that Father wanted you to roll, so I cried. I cried deep inside multiple days and multiple ways when I knew, when I learned that it was your time. When I learned that it was your time to go. And the love did not diminish, it did not defer. Yes, it often did grow. See, I knew within my heart you will always be my daughter. And even in heaven, I said out to the clouds up above, you will always be my daughter, Genesis. And my other children. Shakur, truth. My sons. My black sons. My strong sons. My powerful sons. Your father is proud of you. When I learned about your existence, the persistence to love you was even more clear. And I dedicated my life to you with no fear. I shed in multiple tears, but I knew that I would be the man that you needed to see. I wanted to be the man and the father figure that I needed to be because I loved you. And I loved you to the point of no return that even when I sleep, I talk to you telepathically. It was almost magically because I heard when you speak, and it was deep, so Natural, supernatural, universal tie because I knew that I would dedicate my life to you, my sons, until the day that I died, and I still say that. And even though Father had another time and place and space for you, it's always in my heart that I always love you. So when I grind and rise to the top, when the Beast Nation rise to the top, when Team Hungry rise to the top, it's all for you and you and you, Genesis. I want a, le- a legacy that my mother can be proud of while she's sitting high up on a cloud. But I want her to be with you, you, and you. So when all of you had to go, the love in my heart, it did often feel really low. Why? Because I wanted to hold you. I wanted to be the first smile that you really saw. I wanted to be the one that be happy to hear your voice, even though on the inside, spiritually, I already heard your voice. I even touched you through the phone and set the whole tone on you in your mother's stomach. I knew that you would be the best that ever did, and you would be the best that ever done it. And now I see that you're always protecting your mom and me. Because all of you are guardian angels now. So I say this on bended knee. I love all of you continuously, and all of you are always family, and all of you are my children. I don't give a fuck if they never claimed you. You are my children. I know that you feel this. You are my children. And when I close my eyes deep inside, I know from my spirit that collides, I show that you are my children and you always will be. And I will claim you no matter what the other bastard said until it kills me, even after it kills me. When I leave this body in these mortal coils, I'll still say, y'all have always been my children. I'm waiting for that time that I can play with you. When I can Hold you when I can hold you. I just want you to be proud of me. So even though your daddy often at times he has depression and things start to trip and slip, your daddy wants you to be proud of him. So I'm going to do it until my tongue falls out my mouth. I'm going to show you exactly what your father was all about. Because my new life, new plan, new everything is on a dedication for you. I'm going to strive and rise to the top and bring everything to the cream and the crop for you. I don't want no fucking accolades. I just want you to know that I loved you.
and I always will love you. And your older sisters in Africa, they knew about you. They were waiting, anticipating when they could finally see you. And when they heard what happened, that it was time for you to leave early, they cried too. So even on a whole other continent, Mother Africa, you had love that was pointed for you. This is a dedication piece from your father to you. When it's time, I'll see you, my children. But always know, I love you. And eat. That was phenomenal. I love that piece. That was that was beautiful. Man, I, I I've heard many of your pieces, dog, and and that one right there stands out. That one stands out, big time, big time, all the way through. Thank you, family. See, it's deep because, you know, many people think they know Beast King. A lot of people know portions of Beast King. But, like, my children are my life. And they're not necessarily, I learned a long time ago that just because I did not physically take part in the conception of them, don't make them any less my children. Because I claimed them, when they were in it, when Genesis was in her mother's womb, I said, that's my child. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit if the father don't want to have nothing to do with the child. I don't give a damn. That's my daughter. I said it. I named all of my children. I was waiting for my children to come. but father had other plans. But even then, I know there was my mother. Within myself, deep in my heart, I know there was my mother, so I know they protect me. I'm excited. I want to live my life to the fullest, live all these days, but now he gave me a new plan, a new focus. People don't understand when I focused with Beast Nation, it changed when my children went home to father. They make me better. I just don't only flow for baby. I don't just only flow for my brother Oxygen, for Jaded Jones, for Montu, for Panther, for Piranha. It's a lot of stuff go through my mind. Like I lost in the in the in the whole thing when they when I found out I lost parts of me. But you would never know it because I kept on my pace. I kept uplifting people. I kept raising people to another another bar. I kept going on show. I did everything, but I was hurting because I lost my children. I was I, I was looking forward. To hold the Genesis for the first time, I wanted her. I wanted to make sure that she knew that a man loved her for her unconditionally. I was waiting. I was ready to pass out cigars and I don't even smoke. And when that didn't happen, that kind of hurt me. But then I thought I had another chance. But then God said, you know, I need them with me right now. So it really impacted me. And I got my my godchildren are in Africa. My oldest daughter's twenty. She's a model, and she worked for Ford. Yeah. In South Africa, you can work for Ford Motor Company. She worked for them. And she's a model. Then my other daughter, she does, she's an activist. She does child care, all that in South Africa. Then my son, he does a lot of different things in South Africa, too. They've never physically met me, but the spiritual and soul connection so strong. They're the reasons I have things like Glad and FaceTime and stuff like that. They've never physically met me, but they always talk to me. They always see me. My phone bill charge to be outrageous, but they my kids, so I take the L. They my kids, so I know 
I know how fathers feel and how you love your children. That's why I respect you, Joski, on how you love and care for your children so strongly. That's why I respect mothers, because mothers have that. There's a reason why men can't carry kids. The woman is built to hold such an important jewel for nine months, have a body transformation and still stay positive, and then that's when you become her helpmate because you got to encourage her to make sure that the baby's fine. So I salute, and I love women, especially my black women. Ain't nothing like a melanin-skinned woman. The other ones is cool, but they can never take their place in my life. But, yeah, my kid's my own. So when I flow on serious pieces, and I know you, I know what you know right now, when I flow serious pieces, it's for my kids. They're my kids. I think about them every day. They help me go harder in the paint. Ooh, I'm glad I could share that with y'all. Ooh. That's gonna be a significant that, that piece of my- that, Yeah, I can see that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Now we've had a fabulous, amazing show. Baby came, Miss Baby came through, destroyed the mic. Lakshmana came through, smacked the mic up, and the return of the Scorpion King. You thought I forgot about your name? I ain't forget it. Fingers up, <laughs> motherfucker. He came back, motherfucker. And when it's finally time for you to come back, I'm telling you right now, on today, and now let be, uh, me and baby going to fight over you. Either me, this baby, when it's time for you to come back, come back, it's featuring you on a show. Either me or Miss Baby. Yes, I was just saying that. <laughs> yeah. All right. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm <laughs> getting real close. I'm getting real close. So. No doubt. No doubt. So uh, my uh, my piranha had to get, she went into Lincoln to take care of some business. So with that being said, I want to thank all of you who came to the show for this impromptu show of Express Yourself. I hope y'all got something out of it. I hope it released that energy from you. I love y'all from the bottom of my heart. This is Beast Nation, and we out until next time which actually is Thursday night where we're going to go crazy. But first, I'm going to go on wolf hours. I'm going to holler at the moon, go and get my werewolf on. <laughs> and then after I get my werewolf on, I'm going <laughs> on the streets. I'm going hard to paint. Ooh, I'm going to go hard to paint. Baby, if you on whatever show you own, whatever show you own, let them call out Duke Swellington. I promise you. I, pro- I promise you they call out Duke Swellington. <laughs> if, they, if they say his name. And it's my time. I got an R&B beat that's going to make water wet. If you ain't got a man, you're going to grab one for that split second, or you're going to look at your vegetables in a different light. Somebody making Mr. Nasty time tomorrow. This is right. Yes. Call out Mr. Nasty time. So I'm warning, I'm warning people. I'm coming through the phone. You're going to think when I say I licked you, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it in your back. So if you ain't got a man, you're going to get one. Get, get one when I'm on the show and they call out Duke. I'm not going to call them out. Uh, I'm going to ask them to pick. If they pick Duke Swellington, their ass is grass, and I'm the lawnmower. I'm ready. Ooh. Ooh, I'm ready. Ooh. 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 That's why I'm coming on Wolf House. I know somebody going to say it. I know somebody going to say it. Man, I'm about to eat the shit out of the mic. Ooh, shit. Ooh. I feel like pretty back in this motherfucker. I'm like, ooh, I ain't scared of these motherfuckers. Ooh. It's going to be crazy. Oh, <laughs>
right. All right, family. Love y'all. Till tomorrow. All right. Peace. Oh, peace. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.